Hey guys, it's your girl Jay. Welcome back to Casa Pod. Today we're going to talk about the art of communication. Dun, dun, dun. Everybody thinks that they're a master communicator. I've heard it several times. I know how to speak and get what I want. I know how to influence and motivate and, you know, um, get somebody to feel passionate about something I am because I know how to use inflections and I know how to use body language and I know how to use big words and I speak this certain dialect and I can re- I can be relatable. That is all fine and dandy. But remember, communication is not a one-size-fits-all. There's different things that we have to take into account. And the number one thing is the person's world view. In order for us to have an effective conversation, we have to put ourselves in the other person's shoes to understand how to relate to them, how this could be perceived, and how they might respond. Your worldview is your reality. Anytime there's a discussion, anytime there's an argument, there's always three sides. It's your view, their view, and what really happened. But because of our worldview, our influence, our culture, our biases, unconscious and conscious, we create this side to the story that prohibits us from communicating effectively. So first, consider their worldview. Second, check your attitude. And attitude isn't just smacking of the lips, rolling your head, you know, all that stuff. Attitude's your mindset. What is your intention? How are you going to portray that? You know, is your body language welcoming and warm or closed off and defensive? Is your face scowling? Are you smiling? Are you calm or are you heightened and alert and irritable? So you have the worldview, you have the attitude, and then what is it that you're the message that you're trying to relay. And when it comes to something serious, I found what works best for me is written communication because I still am in the process of learning to control my emotions, not allowing my body language to take the best of me, not allowing my mentality to be on the defense, not allowing my face or the tone or the words that I'm saying to come off harsh or brash. But I found for me, in communicating what I feel, what I desire, what how it impacted me, I work best when I'm writing it in the moment. So that's what I'm saying. Not, not every glove fits the same hand. It's not a one-size-fits-all. Some people can be calm and communicate. They know how to remove the emotion. And that's something that I'm aspiring to, to, to achieve. Some people blow up. There's this one book, and I suggest everybody read it. It says, Dealing with People You Can't Stand. And what it is, it's a book that highlights 10 ways people respond in a negative situation. It tells you what they're doing, what they might be thinking, and how to overcome that. And see, I thought that I was masterful at it because in the workplace, I was able to overcome those situations. I was able to get the buy-in. I was able to, you know, influence my team. And if something negative happened, I was able to pacify the situation. But when it came to my marriage, 
none of those tactics worked because I wasn't as confident in my ability to get through to him because of fights, because of how he responded in the past. So eventually, I didn't know what else to do. So I prayed and I prayed and I prayed about it. And I decided to write him an email. And the very first email that I wrote, I was able to convey passion, biblical passages, ultimate endgame scenarios, and still relay all of this with love and appreciation. It's all about where your mind and your heart are at. If you think the best, it's going to come out. We have to do our part and able to control those insecurities and those wounds. Because if you're somebody that doesn't know how to communicate effectively during conflict, you could shut down. Or you can be the tank and blow up. Or you can be what's called a sniper. And that was me. That is me sometimes. Quick jabs. Because if I'm hurt, you're hurt. Now, that's not healthy. And all of these 10 traits that this book describes are not healthy, but they bring it to the forefront so you're able to work at it. Now, I've gotten a lot better. I will say this. And everybody who knows me can even tell that I've improved because I've been diligently working on it. Instead of responding immediately, I take a minute and I think about it and I just breathe and then I respond. But if somebody's already on 10, it doesn't matter what you say. So the biggest thing with communication is understanding their worldview, making sure that your attitude is correct going into the situation. Babe, we're on the same team. I love you, but I need to communicate this. And then understanding what your intention, what is it that you want to come across? You tackle those three things, and I will tell you that your arguments will become easier to handle. They will become less frequent. But remember, it's not just you that has to change. It's your will. It's your mind. It's your emotions. You as a being can have all the best intentions. But if your heart still suffers, or if your mind doesn't understand or doesn't process, it's going to result in either blowing up or shutting down. It's that fight or flight. And neither of them are effective. So do your best to figure out how to tackle those things. So when you are projecting your communication or having, you know, those vulnerable moments with your partner and they might become a little heated, it doesn't cause space between you. There's already space when there's not an understanding of what's being conveyed. Don't add more space by hurting your partner through arguments or conflict.